I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. If you are a lawyer listening to this, strap your seatbelts because it is going to rain money. Cyril Shroff, the managing partner of the law firm Cyril Amarchand Mangaldas, predicts higher competition and soaring legal fees in India. Why is that, you may ask? Well, that's because India has now opened its gates to foreign lawyers and firms to practice in the country. After years of resisting the matter, the Bar Council finally made the much-anticipated move and loosened its reins. Previously, foreign lawyers were only allowed to deal with clients on a quote-unquote fly-in, fly-out basis, which means they could only visit India to provide casual advice. But now it looks like they have hit the jackpot. This is going mutually beneficial, the Bar Council says. This ambitious gesture got high praise from fellow legal eagles as well, who call this a game-changing move for the areas of international arbitration and foreign direct investment. Some, like Rajesh Narayan Gupta, who is the managing partner of SNG and Partners, feels this will also help increase India's worth globally. And look. This could be a golden opportunity for small firms to partner with foreign firms and create exclusive alliances. Having said that, there is obviously a catch or several. Law firms can only engage in specific non-litigious matters. They are not allowed to appear before courts or tribunals and can only take up cases like mergers and acquisitions, intellectual property, legal advice, etc. They also have to get themselves properly registered and pay a hefty fee in the process. Just to give you an idea, law firms will have to pay a whopping $50,000 and lawyers $25,000. No pain, no gain, right? To add to that, there are a whole bunch of other conditions and instructions from the Bar Council. But all things considered, this maneuver could do wonders for the Indian legal system. With new tools in its arsenal, it will not only modernize the legal system but also give room for incorporating cutting-edge strategies and technology. After all, you can't carry knives to a gunfight. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello. I'm Farheen Khan and this is the deep dive for 17th March 2023. Samsung is becoming India's favorite smartphone brand. The South Korean company recently dethroned Xiaomi to bag the top spot in India, the world's second largest smartphone market after China. Data provided by market research firm Counterpoint shows that Samsung had a 20% market share for the last quarter of 2022 as compared to Xiaomi which had an 18% market share but what's interesting in this is actually what caused Xiaomi its dominance it is the company's inability to keep up with the changing consumer preferences while the chinese smartphone maker has been more focused on selling budget smartphones that come under the 10000 rupee price band for the indian market It seems that consumers actually don't mind shelling out more cash for better and feature-rich phones, 
even if they are a bit more expensive than their retired phones. Honestly, isn't that the case with most of our smartphone purchases? And that's where Samsung beat Xiaomi with its alluring financing schemes. It catered to consumer demands for premium price bands, which make up of phones in the 30,000 rupees and upwards range, with offers of zero down payment or instant loans, and EMIs to make premium smartphones more affordable. In fact, a Reuters report also points out that unlike Samsung, which has several higher-end smartphones, Xiaomi only has a handful of options, which accounted for only 0 to 1% of their total India phone shipments in the last two years. Samsung's premium phones, on the other hand, more than doubled their shares to 13%. In fact, the enticing financing schemes are making all the difference in India's smartphone market that is witnessing what is being termed as a premiumization trend. Let me explain. If you look at another counterpoint report that was released earlier in June this year, it found out that sales of mobile phones in India dropped by 9% last year because of a bunch of reasons ranging from smartphones becoming more expensive, inflation, supply chain shortage, Russia-Ukraine war, etc. But here's the interesting thing. While consumer demand for smartphones in the entry and mid-level price bands went down, at the same time, the premium market continued to grow in 2022, reaching a new high. And that's primarily because of these various phone loans, which is driving the adoption of premium phones. When it comes to Samsung, Reuters reports that such schemes have helped the company generate $1 billion in device sales just last year. But here's another factor behind this premiumization trend. India's growing internet user base. Nielsen's India Internet Report of 2023 revealed that the country's active internet user base for 12 years and above has grown more than 20% year-on-year to reach 595 million in 2022. And while digital penetration in rural India is still less than adequate, at least half of rural India is on the internet. And smartphones are an important component of India's internet economy because people are using their phones to avail banking services, to stream videos, to consume content. Obviously, smartphone consumers want better features with every purchase if they can help it. So, it looks like Xiaomi has to re-strategize its lineup in the Indian market if it wants to reclaim the top spot. But that might be a tough task at the moment. Between a leadership vacuum in India, increased regulatory pressures and rocky India-China relations, the company has a lot to chew over. And before we sign off for the week, here is our third segment, One Last Thing, where we bring you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. Move over, Labrador Retriever. There's a new favourite in town. The French Bulldog has snatched the crown as America's top dog breed after three decades of lab domination. That's right, the Frenchie bulldozed its way up to the top and became the nation's most popular pup in 2022, according to the American Kennel Club. And why is the Frenchie so popular in America? Well, in a world where living spaces are shrinking and urban dwellers are increasingly seeking dog companionship, the French Bulldog has emerged as a clear winner. Their small size makes them the perfect pet for compact apartments where every inch of space counts. Moreover, The Economist notes that celebrity endorsements may have played a role in the breed's surge in popularity. For example, 
posts on social media platforms featuring celebrities like Hugh Jackman and Dwayne Johnson snuggling with their friendies have undoubtedly helped to boost the breed's public appeal. If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast, so feel free to shoot an email at hello at the signal dot co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched, and produced by Akshaya Shorbury and Manaswini. Edited by Venkat Anand, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.